Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Period Sis. I'm your host, Mandy B. Super excited to have yet. Hey, hey, hey guys. This week's episode of Period Sis is brought to you by Naughty Sensation. Play the naughty way. Naughty Sensation, guys, is a love shop that was started in 2019 to provide college students and working class lovers with accessible and affordable pleasure options. Their mission was to remove the negative stigmas about sex, safe sex, and self-pleasure through education, discussion, and encouraging experimentation. If you guys were super lucky enough to get a hold of the third installment of the official box owner subscription box naughty sensation gifted our box owners a kegel ball yes it's a weighted kegel ball and that is what we're talking about on today's episode so guys make sure you go on over support a black owned woman owned sex shop or love shop she likes the word love shop using our promo code box owner you can now receive 15 percent off of your order so make sure again you go ahead and support naughty sensation.com but support us as well let them know we sent you use that promo code box owner and get 15 percent off of your order over at NaughtySensation.com. That is Naughty, S-I-N-S-A-T-I-O-N.com. Now let's get on with the show. Men are going to be obsolete anyway. I mean, already you can't talk to them. You don't need them to have kids with. You don't even need them to have sex with anymore, as I've just very pleasantly discovered. Uh-oh, sounds like somebody just got their first vibrator. Not first. Ultimate. And I think I'm in love. Oh, please oh. stop. This is so sad. Come on, I'm not going to replace a man with some battery-operated yeah, device. you say that, but you haven't met the rabbit. Oh, come on. If you're going to get a vibrator, at least get one called the horse. A vibrator does not call you on your birthday. A vibrator doesn't send you flowers the next day, and you cannot take a vibrator home to meet your mother. Well, I know where my next orgasm is coming from. Who here can say as much? Hello, Shayla. Thank you for joining me today. Yes. Good morning. Hi. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, guys, I am joined today with Shayla Johnson, who is the CEO and founder of Naughty Sensations Love Shop online. And I'm super, super excited to have this conversation with you today because, girl, you put me on to something. We was going through through our conversation. She's like, well, I have a way to Kegel. All right. We gonna get into what that does and what it is, but before we start, I love to get to know the people behind the brands um, that you know partner here with Official Box Owner. So, Shayla, introduce yourself to our audience, and then we gonna get to the tea. Okay. So, good morning. Um, my name is Shayla Johnson. I am the CEO and founder of Naughty Sensation. Um, I am 21 years old. I'm yes, currently, y'all, she is. Yes. She is. <laughs> yes, I am young. Um, I am currently a student at Southern University um, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm a criminal justice major and a business minor, and I have just had so much fun um, growing 
growing into myself um, sexually and everything like that. And, you know, being able to put forward that love and give it to other people. I love it. So you're in school for criminal justice. And yet here you are at 21 years old, running your own love shop. Uh, mm-hmm. where you have a, a variety of sex toys on your website um, and more things. I wouldn't even just limit it to sex toys. So mm-hmm. let's let's take it back before college, before you were of age, because you're just now legal. Right. Um, can, you, can you share with us what your journey has been with sex and getting to know yourself? Did you grow up in a household that freely spoke about sex? Did you have a partner that introduced you? Can you can you share with us what that introduction looked like for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, so me growing up, um, I am a, an only child on my mom's side and I do have siblings on my dad's side. My dad is actually a pastor. So yes, that, that it's was- It's always the pastor's kids, ain't it? <laughs> it always, you know? What can we do? What can we do? <laughs> but when uh, and I was actually just having this conversation with my mom and saying how a lot of times, um, you know, parents trying to shield children from sex doesn't really do much good because the first time that I actually was introduced to sex um, was in the fourth grade. I remember it distinctly. Yes, I had a friend. That's young. That was very young. Yeah, my mom found out. She was like, what? Because I just told her. Um, But I was in fourth grade and I had a friend and um, I think we were like in the restroom and she said like, oh, something, I saw this on Pornhub. So I'm like, what's Pornhub? And she, yes, yes. So that was very young. But after that, um, the first time I actually had sex, I was a junior in high school, um, and it kind of goes along to that same kind of thing. If you don't talk to your kids about sex, they have questions, and people have answers, you know? There is somebody that would be willing to show, you know, show your child what sex is or explain to them or anything like that. So I would always say to be open um, with your kids, you know, and let them be able to, you know, ask their own questions. Um, But through my journey sexually, and especially since starting this business and getting into this, I've been able to really learn um, what I like for myself sexually. Okay. Because as a lot of, you know, we've all been through it. Sometimes when you're having sex, your partner is really only having sex for them. They're not really having sex for you. They're not, you know, trying to um, make sure that you're satisfied and make sure that you're fully taken care of. So when you really get to slow down and, you know, learn what you like for yourself, you're able to fulfill that for yourself and see what people are able to offer you outside of sex. So that's really been my favorite part of it. All right. You saying this at 21, I'm so mad that I wasn't the same. It's crazy because I read the sex novels. So I mm-hmm. was into Zane and all of those books with the raunchy things. I used to sneak and watch Bliss. You're too okay. young. You don't know about Bliss. But I did too. Used to sneak when I went to my friend's house. Her brother had a computer in his room and uh-huh. we would go in there and sneak and watch porn. But what's crazy is when I got into having sexual partners, this confidence that you have at 21, I still probably didn't fully get until I was about 20 
26, 27. Okay. And through this show and my other podcast, Horrible Decisions, some women don't reach where you've reached until their 40s. Yes. There's just this stigma around A, not talking about sex, but B, also going into it where the climax and everything is when the man comes. There's so much emphasis on pleasing the man that we forgot, we, we forget to take into account what we really like, what pleases right. us, the things that we like. Yes. So you were introduced in the fourth grade. When, I guess, when did you start? Because I would assume you weren't active in the fourth grade. Yeah, no. At, at what part did you begin really having partners and exploring yourself with other people? You know, if oh, can I, I, you all want to say that? No, no, no I can. The, the first time that I had my first sexual experience was really one that I do not recommend for anybody. Like I was just thinking oh. like, oh, I, you know, really want to do it because he wants to do it. It's at oh, his grandma's know. house. Yeah, it was not. It wasn't even all that. But okay. once, you know, I started experimenting more and like, you know, with other people and especially when getting a cop because college I moved from California to Louisiana, you know, so the accent got me a whole lot. College <laughs> is where it happened. And College. the Southern draw yes. of Louisiana boys. It just oh. took over Okay, me. you're reminiscing. <laughs> but when I started doing um, that and, you know, having more sex, it's like, I can really get into this. I like it. And a lot of times when I am having um, conversations about sex, like with people and men in general, I like to challenge like the way that they think. Like for instance, um, a lot of people's perspective on like a threesome versus a train. I like to, you know, put people's brains about that. Yeah, I like to, you know, really have Also, you, you sound like me because that's, that's, I like to even challenge pegging or anal play with mm -hmm. men. Yes. So the use of butt plugs and then being able to be used by men or women. And right. just because you have something in your ass doesn't make you gay. And right. like literally challenging all of the, you know, all of the shame that comes with sex. Right. Um, and so what are the other things you, so wait, you would just be at a dinner table and you just going to start challenging people with their thoughts on sex. Well, okay. I think it normally, it comes out in conversation. Like when okay. people say something that I just feel like they could be educated on, it's just like, okay, what brings you, you know, to think that what brings you to think someone's, you know, a quote unquote, a whore or something, you know, like what, what brings you to think these things when you don't have these same standards for your friends, you don't have these same standards for yourself. So it's just like, you know, I just always, okay. I think that there's an opportunity to educate. And so you've learned and explored yourself. You're having these dialogues with other people. Let's get a little bit into Nadi's sensations. You're yes. 21. Um, this isn't brand new. So at what age and at what point in your life were you like, not only do I have these conversations, I want to sell to enhance <laughs> everyone else's sexual experiences. Where, where was your mind at when you started thinking that this is what you wanted to do as one part of your life. Cause again, you're also a college student. Right. So, so where were you and what led you to creating naughty sensations? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so the thing that really um, kind of jump-started my interest in it was when I was a freshman in college and me and my friends, we took a trip to um, like a local, you know, sex shop in the city. So um, when I got there, I noticed number one, it's kind of strange, you know, to go into, <laughs> there's so many things. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking for. And then if you do decide to pick up the nine inch BBC dildo, now the clerk <laughs> is looking at you strange. They're like, okay, what are you about to go do, baby? <laughs> so I said, you know, I, I know that this is weird for me. And I know that, you know, some other people have probably definitely felt that way as well. And then another thing is um, price point. So I'm a college student. I can't go spend a hundred dollars on a vibrator. I on just a, cannot right. do it. So um, I would really say those things, and you know, um, just among talking to my friends, I would say it probably also has something to do with Louisiana. Like from the music and everything, they're sexually free out here. You know, they will say anything. <laughs> so you hear a lot of the same things from other people. So I was just thinking, this is something that I know that I need, and I just know other people are needing it as well. So. You brought up the intimidation of the sex store, sex yes. shop. Outside of that one experience, do you have any other experiences with walking into the sex stores? And I guess also with with price point being in mind, what led you to to picking the products that you have? Of course, I know y'all are here for what the fuck this Kegel weight does, and we're going to get there. But I wanted to know, prior to starting this as well, uh, prior mm -hmm. to starting Naughty Sensations, which toys you tried out, which toys you wanted to stay away from, which toys you thought were must-haves. This okay. is also just that conversation for if someone is listening to this podcast and is like, I want to, you know, experience some toys or, or, or some things with my partner. What are some of those go-tos? And you can bring up some of the stuff that you also have on your website as well. Yeah, definitely. So me, I am a clitoral stimulation person. I love clitoral <laughs> stimulation by myself. And I just feel like it adds a little razzle dazzle on top of it does. some <laughs> great dick. So <laughs> those are always the toys that I was starting off with. Um, just like little bullets and things. I had um, like a classic vibrator. Um, like it was really, you know, plain Jane. I thought I was doing something. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I started getting into like rabbits um, and things like that. Cause it's just like the common, a lot of people don't know the combination, the combination, the G-spot stimulation and the clitoral stimulation. It's really going to take you there. Um, oh, and so, the anal stimulation. Oh, and a listen. lot of people don't know. A lot of people scared. Don't be even, scared. even, even if you are, are, are in the middle of sex with your partner or even if you are masturbating, I think that people don't know all of the different things that is possible with masturbation right. with the right toys, of course, but you can stimulate your clit, your vagina and your ass all at the same time. And it brings a sensation. And what's crazy is when you include toys, it is something that can be used with your partner or by yourself, which I love because it's something that you can grow to become comfortable with. Definitely. You know, because I mean, there is a lot of intimidation with going to a sex shop, but there's intimidation with partners too. Absolutely. And so sometimes just having something in the bed that you're familiar with can bring the confidence out in yourself as well. 
Definitely. And a lot of the, um, it's great that you said that because uh, uh, one thing that I hear a lot, um, especially from like men that I do encounter, they're like, oh no, you know, we don't need no toys. You know, I could put that toy out of business. I'm like, baby, it's really not a competition. <laughs> it's for, <laughs> it's not, it's not <laughs> to add it on top, you know. like he's doing everything and and it feels good but somehow you, you just can't manage to um come yeah well it's weird because with the rabbit it's like every time boom and one time i came for like five minutes well charlotte honey it's not illegal yeah but no man ever did that i mean i'm scared what am i gonna do well you know you could still enjoy sex with the man and the rabbit no 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 i'm done with it Or get one for your lady and you enjoy her enjoying it. Like, yes. you know, there's so many things that, that can be done, especially to build intimacy. I have um, like a partner's toy. Like this is a remote control cock ring. And oh, wait. Yes. The, okay, hold on. Because I'm just yes. looking at that little ring. My my baby got a big old dick. How, how okay. much does that cock ring stretch? Let's. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he's getting in there. He's getting in oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it does stretch. And then this is like the remote to it. So what I like to do, I like to put this like on the base of his penis and have this um, like, you know, By resting on his balls. He don't even know what's going on. He don't even know what's going on. And he just had a remote. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, did you say something? Did you say something? <laughs> I would so, say I, I would say I love that you bring that up because for the women listening who may have partners that are intimidated by female toys being in the bedroom, I think that that's a way to get get your partner, your male partner, more comfortable and less intimidated with toys being present by including something like the yes. cock ring that vibrates because now you're showing. You're showing him like, babe, I know my pussy good, but this can enhance your pleasure as well. Yeah. And it's a way to just show, you see how this just enhanced the feeling and overall experience. Right. A toy does that for me and it doesn't take away what you do with me. Right. And I think yeah. that, that you just bringing even that toy up, I think that that's a great way. And there, there's a tip. I know we normally end off with tips, but guys, you got a mid tip uh, through the goddamn episode where, yeah, if you have a partner that is like, oh, no, baby, we're not bringing toys in. <laughs> do it. Do it this way. Like Introduce him with a toy that is good for him that you enjoy right. as well. Yes, because oh. you'll definitely be able to feel that um, like a missionary, um, especially doggy style. That's my favorite for that toy. You can definitely feel that vibration as well. And and you are in control of the remote to make it vibrate, mm -hmm. correct? Oh, yes. that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. What other toy do you do you have any other referral for a toy for a couple or for solo masturbation? Yes, so I do. Let's see. I got Yo, she got a here. she got a whole treasure chest right next right. to her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I would say one of them. Okay, let's see. I'll use. 
these two. So these ones I really like for solo play or partner play. So this one right okay. here is called Works and Magic. It's um, a wand style vibrator. It has 12 different speeds. It's waterproof. Um, and you 12 can use it. speeds yes. is yes. a lot. And they are amazing. I have owned some vibrators. <laughs> 12 different speeds is a lot. Okay. Yes. Yes. And they're, when I tell you they're great, you're not even going to know. Okay. <laughs> and I like to use it, um, like I said, by myself, or you can use it um, like for clitoral stimulation during missionary, doggy style. You can really use this one with a partner as well. And then I have um, this one is called Naughty Girl. It's really the same. Um, it's for clitoral stimulation, G spot stimulation, and anal stimulation as well. Um, yeah. Yes. And it has seven different speeds. This is the strongest vibrator that I do have. Um, okay. Also waterproof is rechargeable. The, this one is highly recommended. <laughs> I also love that all of your toys are pink. Can I just tell you that? Yes. Also everyone's and you see, I noted the, I, I noticed yes. um, because for those of you again, who are able to get the third box of official box owner, you guys not only received the pink weighted Kegel balls, ball there was just one ball yeah but, you, but there was it shook so okay we'll talk about what the yeah. weighted kegel is now um but you guys also got sample lube packets that are flavored and i did get to use i just put it on my man's nipples and licked it off i would also suggest maybe like putting it on his balls to lick it off to help mm -hmm. add flavor um it was fun or the shaft you know i'm real particular i was like ooh, flavors i don't know about my pussy and right. he likes my pussy taste but i used the lube on different parts of him and licked it off and it was it was fine i actually did taste i did the butterscotch one okay uh, so if you guys got that one so let's get into it yeah because you showed off these other toys yeah i assume the weighted kegel ball is for solo use correct yes let's talk about the benefits what it does how to use it give it to us Shayla. Okay. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so the weighted Kegel ball um, that you did get, it is basically to help strengthen your pelvic floor. So what you do, you insert it into your vagina and it's really kind of like an exercise um, when you shook it and that's the little weight that's inside of it. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, so that's what was kind of, you know, moving around in there. <laughs> um, but I really just insert it and you just do your regular, you know, Kegel exercises. You do the squeeze. I do mine for about um, one minute. Um, if, do you, you have know, one by you? I'm looking for one let's right see. now. Let me. Hold on. I can grab a box. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm back. Okay. And we're back. So yes. I guess I could take it. Let me take it out of the packaging. So this, and I don't yes. know if you can, y'all might be able to hear. Yeah, so you that's hear. the weight. Um, but this is the weighted Kegel. Okay. So explain to me what happens. Yeah. I also love that it looks kind of like a rose. So you put this up in your pussy, correct? Yes. And that, that kind of hook there is to just make sure it stays in place. You can get it out easily and everything. Okay. Yes. And so what am I supposed to be doing 
once this is in my vagina is should I be laying down do I walk around do I sit so you can do it sitting you can do it lying down um sometimes I do it like after a shower or before a dick appointment um you know (laughs) um I you know you can do it standing it's really versatile it's very comfortable it does look a little big you might be like where is that going but um it is very comfortable it feels like a tampon and it actually kind of rests like just beyond your g-spot so that's really what that texture right there helps as well and Um, i should i should be putting lube on this before putting it inserting it yes 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 okay water-based lube Mm -hmm. Um, okay and then you said you squeeze you just like so you're just like (laughs) contracting your vagina so the same thing you want to do on that dick, you're going to practice. You <laughs> gonna gonna do <laughs> How often would you uh, recommend someone to use uh, weighted Kegels? Weighted so Kegel I, balls? I do mine for like a minute or so at a time. Um, and I say probably maybe like twice a week. Because um, it does, you know, it has a whole lot of benefits, especially outside of sex um, for, you know, mothers who just delivered. Um, it can definitely help you heal as well and help close that back up. Um, if you have problems, uh, maybe like with leakage when using the restroom or might have problems holding your urine, um, it can definitely help with that as well. So it's it's a lifestyle thing. Your you know, Kegel not training sex. your vaginas, ladies. Yes. You're 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 training your boxes. Yeah. Okay. So this is definitely. Would you consider this something beginner for women yes. that are just getting into toys? Absolutely. I would definitely consider that beginner. Um, Yeah, I think especially like as like a training, you know, um, if you do want to get into other toys and really learn kind of how they feel, you can kind of get started with that as well. I love it. I love it. I love it. Something that we like to do before leaving. I love for our guests to leave off with some sort of tip, some sort of moral of the story, something to have the girls thinking. And for this episode, I, I know you gave us a tip midway, which I really loved, but Mm -hmm. what would you say or what tip would you give to a woman who a woman who fears the use of sex toys. I say that because there are a lot of negative connotations surrounding toys making you larger or making your walls loose. There's uh, negative connotations regarding vibrators desensitizing your vagina. What type of tip or what would you say to a woman herself who fears using sex toys? Definitely. Um, I would say the first thing would be to kind of know what you like, um, because if you aren't comfortable with it, like don't do anything that you aren't comfortable with. Uh, But once you do kind of explore, maybe even without a toy, you could find something that you like that, you know, um, may not necessarily be a dildo. You might be a clitoral stimulation person, Um, maybe a bullet or something small like for that. Um, something that you might be able like to use on your nipples as well and really introduce different sensations. Um, I really just think that there is something for everyone, uh, whether mm. you are like a beginner and you just want to do a Kegel like to do, 
you know, some exercises and stuff. Um, but I can definitely promise you a dildo or a vibrator will not stretch your vagina. <laughs> I love it. And something that you mentioned in, the, in there that I wanted to add, I love that you went to naming different toys for different parts of your body because something else that could be considered a sex toy would be something like restraints. That's something you could yes. use with your partner. Blindfolds. Um, mm -hmm. You could even just start with using things that wouldn't be considered toys. So maybe bringing an ice cube into the bedroom, starting off with, you know, something that is like just in your home. But, you know, wax candles, soy wax candles. Right. Yes. You, you might look at it as a candle, but that's something that can enhance the play in your bedroom as well. So. I love that you went to just naming, maybe a dildo isn't for you. Maybe a vibrator isn't for you, but there's nipple right. clamps, there's restraints, there's handcuffs, there's blindfolds, there's soy wax candles. There's so many other things that I think take away the fear because they don't look like a, a contraption yeah. that I think that you would uh, very well be able to ease your way into getting comfortable with the use of sex toys in the bedroom. Shayla, I want to thank you so much for joining me today you yes. are amazing guys stay me. tuned for not only stats and facts uh you guys do get a wonderful discount code over at naughty sensations when you want to use uh anything new try something new i guess shayla let everyone know where they can find you where they can find uh all naughty sensations products and your social media handles Okay, definitely. You can find me at um, NaughtySensation.com. That is my website. Uh, my Instagram is at Naughty.Sensation. And you can find us on Twitter at InSensation. I do also want to reiterate, and I'll do so when I get to, uh, you guys probably heard it in the beginning of this episode, and you'll hear it again, but that is sensation spelt like a lustful sin. Yes. So it's S-I-N-S-A-T-I-O-N. -S um, just a nice, wonderful play on the word sensation. Um, again, Shayla, <laughs> thank you so very much. And again, I am going to attribute some stats and facts to the weighted Kegel after this. Stay tuned. You know, you're not scary. Bill! Ah! <laughs> of course I'm not scary. I'm you. And I'm very fun. <gasps> wink, wink. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess I think I know what you mean. Oh, you know what I mean. I mean, obviously, I have some sense of what you mean. I'm telling you to masturbate. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go now. No, what? Stay forever. I wish I could. Oh, don't be a stranger. You know that was fun, girl. Thank you so much. Um, I really hope as well that you guys enjoyed this conversation with Shayla. Can y'all believe she's she's 21? Now, I am not going to lie. I have been very sexual my whole life. Yep, sure have. And I'm kind of jealous that she is so sure and confident and comfortable within her own self um, to feel so sexually liberated to start a freaking love shop. Okay, y'all go on over and support my girl Shayla. You're getting 15% off of your order using our promo code, of course, box owner. As always, I wanted to leave off with a few stats and facts. And we sat here and talked about Kegels. Kegels, Kegels, Kegels. I don't know how to really say it, you know. But 
Anyways, what are Kegels? A Kegel is a simply, oh, a Kegel is simply a contraction of the pelvic floor muscles, which are the sling-like muscles that surround and support the bladder, the vagina, and uterus, and the rectum, okay? So performing Kegel exercises, um, that by doing this, you can actually help to train those muscles to treat bladder leaks, pelvic organ prolapse, low back pain, and hip pain, and this can even improve sex, guys. Kegels can make sex great for you and your partner, and I ain't gonna hold you. I did a little trick the other night. Baby, I controlled the cum. Just know that. He had zero control as I started using my Kegels and started just gripping that thing up inside me. But um, something else that is also super important in, you know, getting your Kegels, not just to make your walls tight and and squeeze the dick good, um, but it actually helps in so many other ways. So exercising the pelvic floor muscles actually results in increased blood flow to the pelvic region, um, which does help all of the sexual all, all of the fun sexual stuff. Um, but something that we haven't talked about on this pod, which I'm hoping to talk about soon. Um, and if any of you guys actually experience it, let me know. But vaginismus um, is actually something that is a treatable condition, uh, condition and can be cured to some extent, I'm sure, by using... Um, kegel exercises and so yeah anyways guys use your kegel weighted ball your weighted ball kegel whatever you see i kept messing it up in the episode anyways make sure you train and exercise those pelvic floors baby as always i want to thank you guys for joining me this week um for another episode with a brand partner we are going to get back into the stories um but again just want to make sure you guys all know to support all of our box owners shout out to them all let me run it down we had sean g originals naughty sensations which is this episode earth proof elixirs pretty p and funk it Thank you all for partnering with me on this box. As always, guys, make sure you also go on over to officialboxowner.com and check out our products. We have apple cider vinegar gummies. We have boric acid suppositories. We have she orgasms, which is our slippery box. Maybe it'll make your box slippery. And then we also have our pouches, uh, one that comes in a purse size and one that comes in a travel size. Those are packaged together. But thank you, thank you, thank Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Go on over, check it out. We love you over here. And I want to shout out again, all of you box owners. We run the world. Yes, we do. I don't know why I've been saying that, but we really do. Anyways, guys, until next time, this has been yet another tale of womanhood. This is Periods' podcast. I'm your host, Mandy B. And until next time, bye guys. Bye.